0: And girls, brothers and sisters, it's another time, <laughs> another episode. Get you get spooked? Are you prepared to get spooked? <laughs> wah 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 wah! Oh my God, that's good. I... <laughs> Very nice, Anna. Thank you. Here, I'll get my script. Script. He's got my script in front of me. Welcome to Northern Frights. <laughs> Northern. Northern Frights. Hi. This is Northern Frights. I'm Anna. I'm Melissa. We're a podcast that discusses true crime and paranormal stories throughout the Midwest. Specifically, are you ready for this? International listeners?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We'll talk about that in a second. But Midwest, if you didn't know, is Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, North and South Dakota, and some other states as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's in the, not a Midwest state? Tennessee. There you go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we learned our lesson. If
1: you want to reference that, it is our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where I realized mid-talking of my culture uh, that uh,
0: it's not in Minnesota. No. <laughs> it's, not in, it's not in Minnesota, nor is it in the Midwest. Not in close. No. But yeah, we uh, found out recently that through our uh, thing that we post our podcast through, that was a sentence <laughs> that I could not get out. <laughs> it's okay. I was just like, the go. podcasts and stuff. But we found out through our stats that we've got some international listeners. So yeah. welcome, if you're still listening to us. Yeah, we saw Australia. Australia.
1: Canada. Canada. Canada and then lots of stuff around the US. Yeah, so from high. California Kale. to, to from Virginia. Sea
0: to a shining sea, like Lady Liberty. She ran through the sea. She's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. <laughs> what is this from? Miss Congeniality. Oh,
1: okay. I've seen it, it, but I
0: Pretty sure it's Miss Congeniality. It's going to be miscongeniality. Congeniality. That's what happened, <laughs> everyone.
1: Very nice. You Were you in the choir?
0: No. Sh- sure I, was, I was going to be in the choir, but then I chose a different program in middle school to be in. What's
1: the other program you chose?
0: It had to do with learning and stuff. I don't, I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were split into, like, three different groups. Like, one group was, like, was supposed to be, like, on track for, like... Good high schools and colleges track, mm. and the other track was like, maybe they'll go to community college instead. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third track was like, they're fine. Let's
1: just get them graduated. Let's
0: just get them out of here. Track, and I, in the yeah. middle track, the community college track had choir available, but the on track for college track did not. And that's what you access. did. You did the. I did one? that one, oh, which man. is wild since you're
1: smart. See what's really strange is I do not remember any of these kinds of services in my high school. I went to oh. a small town high school, oh. and either I was totally oblivious to even what college was, which is possible, mm-hmm. or they didn't really talk about it. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously,
0: different times. Yeah, different times. Well, I'm trying to think, cause you you graduated in high school. In 2001. Yeah. And I started middle school <laughs> <laughs> in 2000. <laughs> so, different times. Different times. That's a lot that changed in
1: six years, though. Yeah. Approximately, right? I think, yeah. That's a lot.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I
1: do know students or people went to like community college, like in, um Noka Ramsey and yeah. stuff. <laughs> but none of my friends that I'm aware of went to college. No, to um just a right? Like as PSEO. Oh I was like obviously never connected. I could do that. Like oh, you're sure, doing sure, that.
0: Sure, sure, sure. So I don't know if I was just Yeah. There was not an option for me to go to do PSEO in high school. No. No. I mean there was there was options to do it. I just was not that smart to do it. I did some college in the schools in high school. Okay. But I did not do well at them. Oh really? No. Okay. No. are well, you learned. But okay. then you did fine in college, right? Yeah, my first semester was a little rocky, but then I got into it and figured it out. And okay. Mine was complete
1: opposite. I did really, really good mm-hmm. in my first couple semesters. Mm-hmm. Not that I did bad after, but I was like straight A's because I had no friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's what you need to do, high school students. Don't have friends. Don't have friends. <laughs> if you want to do well in school you want to go to a good school, don't have friends. Don't have a social life. No. You don't need it. You're not going to have friends as adults anyway. That's almost pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: like five friends.
0: You know, want to know what being an adult is like? You go to work, you go home, you watch TV, and then you go to bed, and then you start it all over again. And then you get paid, and then it's gone the next day. And it's gone the next day, because you have bills. <laughs> so are you ready for being an adult? Are you excited about it? What's what they should talk about in college readiness. I just want it to be some sort of Chris farley s class where they're like, here's what
1: it's like to be an adult. You get sad, and then you get
0: more sad.
1: You just try to keep your head above water, they- but it's
0: hard. But it's hard. You don't want to, but you have to until you decide you don't want to oh, yeah. I feel like
1: that is me today. Yeah. I'm like,
0: today over. <laughs> Can I do anything well, but I think, work? I think Mercury's in retrograde again. Let's find out. Hey, oh Siri. God. Is Mercury in retrograde?
1: Here's an answer from noworming.com. What? Mercury in retrograde. Oh no! A Mercury you're... retrograde. Stop is it! Is a phenomenon in astrology Shh. in which Mercury <coughs> orbits
0: the Sun faster than the Earth, making it appear as though it is moving backwards when viewed from Earth. From Earth. Thank you for that lesson that did not help me at all. I'm sorry. Search the web like it was like it went to the website knowyourmeme.com. <laughs> it could have it could have chosen some sort of scientific isn't website. Isn't there one that's like, it's like just murdering
1: yeah, dot says com? Yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably why. Cause it's beautiful outside. It's beautiful.
0: The weather is great. I mean We're gonna be in gosh darn sixties. Right? Gosh darn sixties. Is it sixty? On Sunday, yeah. 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 For those of you who are like, 60, that's cold. You know what, it's probably really nice to be able to live in a place (laughs) that has sunshine all the time. But for those of us whose ancestors decided to just stay in place in a tundra, 60s is exciting. It's exciting. It's very exciting. You could even flirt with wearing shorts. Yeah. You really could. I am just wearing little flats today. I didn't wear boots. You're wild. I I said, no thanks, boots. (laughs) I don't need you.
1: We were talking about this on a, a excursion earlier, that mm-hmm. this winter has been pretty mild. Mm-hmm. And I bet I wore my winter coat less than 10 times. Mm-hmm. And I think it was more like six. Six times in a winter. That's nuts. That's pretty crazy. As we said, last t- February 2019 was a polar vortex. It was... Wildly cold. It, it was negative 30 temperature yeah, as your a car high. It didn't
0: start that one day.
1: It didn't for all along. Yeah. Like every once a week it didn't start. Yeah. And it was frozen. Yeah. That's why I got rid of Stella. Poor Stella. <laughs> she
0: was and a good baby. And then you got a what?
1: I got Ernie. And you got Ernie. Ernie the Equinox. Ernie, Ernie the Equinox. Uh-uh.
0: He does not spark joy. Yeah, I wonder if like anybody who like didn't realize that those are the names for your cars are like, is it a horse? No. Should she, she, she ride a I read, horse to I ride llamas. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get a cook at your hand. <laughs> gosh. Gosh. All right, so I pose your thinking. I pose. I pose your... I suppose you're thinking to yourselves, isn't this supposed to be a podcast about the paranormal and true crime in the Midwest? It's true, and it's true, but sometimes we like to go off topic hmm. because that's who we are as people. <laughs> so, we're we gonna rock, paper, scissors, and oh, okay. uh, decide who wants to go first. Oh, Lord, okay. Oh, mm, mm, mm. Aha, paper beats rock. Mm. I go first. <laughs>
1: you're always, no, that's not true. No, I'm actually good. Yeah, you're,
0: you've the been queen going of first. Paper, rock, scissors. You are. All right. All right. So I'll start us off with a tale of a haunted house. Yes. The Hannah House. Hannah? Hannah. Just like my name, but with H's at the (laughs) beginning and end.
1: (laughs) Okay. Do you know
0: how many times I have to correct people? They're like, Hannah, and I'm like, Anna. And they're like, Hannah? And I'm just like, am I saying, (laughs) at all during my (laughs) pronunciation of my name? No. Anna. (laughs) Anna. Okay.
1: Oh, so hi, Hannah. Uh, Hi.
0: Hi, Hannah. Our friend. Oh, yeah. Hi. (laughs) She's not my friend. (laughs) We're our mortal (laughs) enemies. But she's not. Hi. No. Okay. Hannah House is located. It's located in Indianapolis, Indiana at 3801 Madison Avenue. (coughs) Sorry. I don't have the coronavirus. (laughs) Somebody was thinking it. I didn't. Okay. So the Hannah House is also called the Hannah Mansion. Okay. But it's primarily the the Hannah House. It was built in 1858 by Alexander Hannah. He was a respected civic leader. He was a sheriff, postmaster, circuit court clerk, and a member of the Indiana General Assembly. The house design is an is Italianate with Greek Revival influences. Mm-hmm. It has twenty four rooms, Ooh. so it's a big boy. A big boy. The Indianapolis Southport Toll Road crosses property and is an early road from Indianapolis to Madison, so it goes through no okay. property. Nice. From eighteen sixty to eighteen ninety five, Hannah would collect tolls from travelers along this section of road, and this is kind of like I'm like putting this in there because there's like a reason why so. Don't think I'm just giving you some boring details about the As you know from my reports, I like details. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you. Alexander Hanna married Elizabeth Jackson in 1872. The couple supposedly miscarried their only child. There's no records of the child's death, um, but there is an unmarked gravestone marker between Alexander and Elizabeth's graves at the Crown Hill Cemetery. Oh, I like it. Alexander was an abolitionist during the Civil War. While there were obviously no records... Of this he was supposedly a conductor of the Underground Railroad. Partially collapsed tunnels have been found near the Hannah house in present years. That might be true that he was indeed doing that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which is great. Which is
0: good, Mm -hmm. yes. Okay um, one story states that one night a group of slaves were hiding, this is kind of sad, actually it's very sad, (laughs) were hiding in the cellar of the Hannah House, waiting to run to Canada, when one of them accidentally knocked over an oil lamp that started a fire. Mm. The fire trapped them in the cellar, and many died by either smoke inhalation or burning. Um, this happened within like a few minutes. That, that and drowning would be so oh, terrible. Oh, God, it sounds awful. Because you're like with it. Yeah. The whole time. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, they were buried hastily and temporarily in the dirt floor of the cellar of the Hannah's house um, by Hannah's servants in order to cover up this incident. Yeah. And now the Hannahs passed in 1888 and 1895, and the house lay dormant until 1899 when a German family owned the property and passed it down through their family line until about 1962. Okay. Now let's get to some Hamptons. Yes. Hamptons. Hank. Have you ever heard of that term, haint? No, spell it? It's H-A-I-N-T. No, there is I don't a, think there, I have. There know. is a, uh, I learned this through, what was it, Reader's Digest, because I'm 96 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that I
1: used to read it, but I don't see it anymore. Where do you, you get it? You can
0: get it at grocery stores. You buy it on mm-hmm. purpose? Yeah, or, no, I don't <laughs> buy it on purpose. There was, a, there was one that was on, it was, like, Halloween time, oh, okay. and it we was talking about, like, ghosts and stuff, and I was, like, awesome, so well, I bought it, it. Yeah. Um, but there was a thing in there that, apparently, in the south, they would paint the ceilings of their porches this color called paint blue, okay. blue, because it looked like the sky, and the theory was that when, like, the ghosts would come, they would see the... Like blue sky above them and be like, oh, I should go up and not into this house. Uh-huh. And then they fly up.
1: I like that theory.
0: So there you go. Giving you some facts on facts on facts. All right. Okay, hauntings. Some stories uh, about the hauntings on the property can be traced back to the 19- mid-1960s. Okay. A family by the name of O'Brien owned and operated an antique business from the home for 10 years and reported events throughout their stay there. Some reported experiences have been cold spots, flying spoons out of cups, doors and wall hangings banging on their own, footsteps on stairs. Oh, gosh. Gladys O'Brien saw a man in 1880s clothing walking around their upstairs hallway one time. People have supposedly seen spectral slaves hiding in the shadows, heard moans, voices and whispers Mm. on the property. An EVP was recorded in the parlor saying, help, fire. Oh mm. there's one like other EVPs where they're like, help, smoke, like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the apparition of Hannah has been seen on several areas of the property, predominantly the upstairs and the balcony. Okay. An older woman has been seen in like in the upstairs area. Not a ton of detail on like who it could be, but just okay. that. A chandelier was apparently filmed swinging by a news film crew, but I have not been able to find the actual footage of that, which I would love to see. That would be really so interesting. creepy. Yeah. Especially if they were like... Yeah, they were just like, did you <laughs> see that? Is anybody upstairs?
1: Do you see string? You
0: see yeah. Is <laughs> there any fishing wire? Um, the war set in Reset. Reset. The Warsaw, Indiana Paranormal Research Studies Group, a.k.a. Whippers showed a video of an area in the basement where you can see it's like a, this, some sort of shadow or mist, peer around a corner and quickly go back. Like they were following this guy walking through the basement Also all of a sudden you see this kind of like white blur just kind of like peer out and then go back really quick. Ooh, um, which would make sense because right? they were hiding. They were hiding in the basement. Oh God. Um, another video from them shows a weird black mist in like the piano room. In the house Um, and this can all be seen on their website okay so um, there's also a couple of YouTube videos out there that I found that show some like weird experiences one is this you see this like one room and it's like a video from kind of looks like it's almost like by the bed or on the bed and it shows into like a doorway and then you see this like baby carriage at the end of the bed and you're kind of like watching it Alright, what's going on? And then this like couple walks by, just like we're actually supposed to be there. They walk by, and then all of a sudden the baby carriage starts moving by itself, (laughs) which absolutely not, which is aptly titled the video Indie Ghost Hunters Baby Carriage Moves By Itself. (laughs) It's like good, yes. Um, Another one shows a sleeping investigator in a room. And you see all these orbs flying around the room and then all of a sudden their arm starts to like lift up just kind of like somebody's like pulling it up in the air.
1: Do they feel it?
0: Well they're asleep. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. Okay. you see that like the arm kind of slowly lifting up and it like goes up above their head and then pretty soon it just like slowly goes back down. Oh my gosh. So and that one is called Haunted House Indy. So you can look those up I'm on totally YouTube and watch them. Like haunted House Indie. Yeah. Um, the ghost of a stillborn child has apparently been seen in one of the upper bedrooms, so it's probably the, like, the Hannah's child yeah. that passed away. The house was given the nickname, The House That Reeks of Death, because one bedroom will, like, one day it'll smell like rotting flesh, and then the, the next day it smells like roses. Which sort of makes sense, the rotting flesh, because they buried those mm-hmm. um, people Even. in the cellar, yeah. so I can see it being not pleasant. Mm-hmm. And then it just like all of a sudden smells like roses. Yeah, wild. Okay, and now to finish up, the house used to give tours of the property. um, It's like held events like a paranormal meet and greet, and they did haunted houses during Halloween season. But it's now closed. Okay. Couldn't find information on why it was actually closed, but I think according to the website, you can like contact them to rent it out. Okay. So my source is, in case you want to check this out, is from the Whippers website. Historic Indianapolis, the haunted, the, excuse me, the Hannah House website, Box 59 News website, <laughs> YouTube, and ghostresearch.org. Awesome. And that is the Hannah House. Hannah House. Hannah, Hannah. House. In Mansion
1: in, in Indiana. In Indiana. Yeah, I looked at paint, and it's yeah, definitely a color.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. So if you want to keep the ghosts out of your house, paint your house, paint blue. The ceiling. Mm-hmm. Is it only the porch they painted? Yeah, because I was supposed to, like... Bef- oh, yeah, they before they came this in. guy, yeah. Wow. Huh. Neat. Neato. All right, what do you got for That's us? Good
1: story. So, as we talked about last week, I wanted to discuss Eloise, the movie from, yes. I think, 2017.
0: hmm
1: And mm-hmm. let's give impressions. What you thought.
0: What did I think of it? Yeah. Um, I think by the end of it, I was like, what is this? This is wild. Yeah. But also... I mean, we could probably go into this more as we're talking about it. For a good portion of the movie, I was like, is that Chase Crawford? Oh. Is that, is that Chase Crawford? Who is that guy? And then I looked it up, and yes, it was. It was? Okay. Yeah, so Chase Crawford Chase Crawford, is in that movie as well. Who is he? He's an actor. He was in, what was that show? Gossip Girl? Okay. Was he in Gossip Girl? And who did he play in the, oh, no, in the movie? Oh, he was the main character. Um, Jacob? Jacob. Jacob Martin. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then we had Eliza Dushku, which I never Dishku. know how to say. Her name. Yeah.
1: And that's who I knew in the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't know. It. Well, the only other person that I knew was like that doctor character.
1: Oh, the doctor. Yeah. Oh gosh, what am I thinking? I Me? I somehow know the um, brother Scott. Really? Yeah. Huh. We'll have to look this up okay. before we we end today. Yeah. All right. But go. In general, if you had to rate like it. to not like are you at least middle are yeah you somewhere
0: in the middle okay it felt like it was like two movies in one that's my that was my impression like the first half of the movie i was like okay wh- is this gonna end now and then all of a sudden it kept going and i was like why <laughs>
1: <laughs> why'd you do this <laughs> I understand, and some things weren't really tied up, or they weren't really clear. No, no. At the end, uh, I have all. I think i say stuff about what I'm not clear about. Yeah, all right. Um, So, basically, mine is a recap of the movie, mm -hmm. and then if you want to discuss anything, just stop me, and we can can talk about it, but I'm going to recap everything. Okay,
0: all right, so spoilers are coming? Spoilers
1: are coming, that's why we gave a heads up last week, so if you want to see... Mine, actually, my review is I liked it because it was sort of crazy and all <laughs> over the place and, like, sort of had good jump scares. Is that what they're called? Yeah. And I liked it.
0: There were, like, a couple of jump scares. Yeah. So, yeah. I liked it. There was, like, a few scenes where I was just like, mm, there it is. There it is. What's happening? There I know. It was
1: sort of also predictable, but then mm-hmm. really strange. And that's what I kept. Yeah. I liked it for that reason. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't traditional scary. Proceed Horror movie. All right, so (laughs) Eloise starts by us seeing a man working um, his butt off at like a car repair shop. Mm -hmm. And we also see paperwork that tells us that his bills are overdue. Mm -hmm. So what could happen next? We find out, along with Jacob Martin, that um, that's the man we saw working, that his father has passed away Mm -hmm. and that Jacob is the only surviving relative of his father. But there's only one problem. Uh He needs to prove that his aunt... Has passed away. Yeah. And his aunt uh, apparently was in, in an insane asylum, Eloise, mm-hmm. and he needs to prove that she's no lo- longer alive, like mm-hmm. basically produce her death certificate. Correct. So we followed Jacob um, to his father's house, which is really nice, like in, it's a big house, mm-hmm. but of course it's Amazing. super dark and creepy. Yeah.
0: On the inside, you're like, oh, what is this? The Adams family home? <laughs> How strange. Yeah.
1: And for some reason, nobody turns on any Mm -hmm. real lights. No.
0: They're like, you know what? Electricity, who needs it? Let's use this candle
1: instead. I was like, what are you doing? Because even in my house that I live in, Mm -hmm. if I get any kind of creepy feeling, I turn on like every light. Every light. (laughs) I don't walk into a room unless there's a light on. No. So that was really funny. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um so he's wandering through the house and he finds a box and inside these are I'm assuming memories with like photos mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And also Jacob must have learned how and where his father died. I couldn't quite remember the beginning of it. Yeah. Um but we see him making his way towards the the bathroom and we see at the same time flashes of his father killing himself.
0: Oh, I missed that part. Apparently,
1: yeah. That's okay. <laughs> well, that's my recollection. And by the way, these are all my notes from what I took. Yeah. Except for if I quote something. To be fair,
0: I also was kind of like half watching this movie because I was kind of, like, at a certain point, I was like, okay.
1: Already though, this is the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. All right.
1: So we see flashes of his father killing himself, and then we have our first jump scare, mm-hmm. and it's Jacob's friend Dell, and. The biggest question is, why is Del wearing a ski mask? Yeah,
0: why is he there?
1: Why is he there? Why? Do you recollect it recollect if he had talked to Del before this? I no. don't believe he did, no. right? No, he also okay.
0: was just there.
1: Yep, he was just there. So Jacob even asks Del, why are you wearing the ski mask? Mm-hmm. But I couldn't remember what his response was, and I didn't write it down. <laughs> First, I didn't think it would be a big so deal. So it's a
0: mystery to all of it's us. It's a mystery,
1: <laughs> and I couldn't rewatch it, sadly,
0: yeah.
1: to get that. But, um... So these two eventually are chatting downstairs, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and they're in like this nice comfy uh, room, and based on their conversation, it sounds like these two have a history of getting into trouble mm-hmm. as kids, Yeah. and um, my assumption is that Jacob moved away, but Dell stayed in the area, mm-hmm. and Dell mm-hmm. appears to be up for some mischief to get this money money. Yeah,
0: he's like, he's like this will help us turn our lives around, and I'm like, yes, that's, Definitely what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad will Nothing
0: happen. bad could ever happen.
1: <laughs> so, um, the sequence, I got a little confused, but we know at the beginning of the movie, Jacob and Del go to a bar and have some drinks. Mm-hmm. And Jacob want, like likes the bartender, mm-hmm. but he doesn't hit on her. He doesn't like give her his number or anything. He's a gentleman.
0: He's a gentleman. Also, the bartender is a life of Dishku's character, yes.
1: FYI. You're right. And um, we do see that Jacob has some drawing skills because he draws on the mm-hmm. which that he leaves for the bartender, which comes into play later. Yes. Um, the next day, Jacob goes to Eloise, which in the movie, Current Time, is still functioning. Mm-hmm. And he talks to the woman at the um, window, I guess. And... She says that the death certificates for patients are, like, locked away in some, like, vault area. Yeah. And that the only way to get this paperwork, of course, is to, like, send it out, like, fill it out, send it out. And it could take months and months. Months
0: and months. Like,
1: six months, I think they called it. I thought it was,
0: like, 18 months. Oh, it could be.
1: Something It was a lot. Yeah. Which is obviously not an option. Maybe was you know what, it
0: doesn't matter. Seven months. We're just going to say that. Okay. It's seven months. Okay. It's called the annex. Huh? The fault was called the annex.
1: The annex. There you go. Good. Good work. <laughs> and um, Jacob is trying to get her to bend the rules this one time. Mm-hmm. But she's like, nah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does start to help him with the paperwork. Did mm-hmm. you see this
0: part? Yes. Okay,
1: so what we see is my understanding is an admittance form yeah. to Eloise. Yeah. For Jacob.
0: For Jacob. So
1: she's like, hey, let me help you out, buddy. Let She's she like a typewriter. Typewriter? She's like, <laughs> it's a, it looks like an admitted form. It says Jacob Martin. And yes. I believe he is being admitted for claustrophobia. Yeah he was which does come into play
0: later on in the later
1: movie. on and of course Jacob doesn't see that the woman did this mm-hmm. nor does he really look at the paperwork yeah because he never sees it's really not for records, not for records. but for his own
0: admittance,
1: admittance into
0: Eloise also isn't like she's using a typewriter his car is like something from like 1950 something so at first I was like did he just like time travel what happened <laughs> he might have
1: <laughs> but um I'll talk about this. Okay, like this. So as Jacob's leaving Eloise, we see a painting of a girl with a dog. Mm-hmm. And that one I did talk about in our podcast about Eloise. Mm-hmm. Um, that might not be the exact one, but um, that did hang in that foyer area. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she was the daughter of the postmaster of the town. So as Jacob is leaving, he lives in this beautiful old car. Yeah. And my think- thinking now that we've seen the full movie... Is that um, this is actually the car his dad drove to pick him up later in this in the movie? So we'll.
0: Oh yes, yes. I bet
1: you yeah. that's the car. I, d- yeah. I didn't
0: side didn't by side but it, but I'm
1: pretty sure. Yep. So he's leaving the he's leaving Eloise and he almost backs his car into a homeless man who has a cart mm-hmm. and he gets out of his vehicle and starts to help the man um, who seems obviously not a little with it. He seems mm-hmm. sort of off and weird. Mm-hmm um and then Jacob eventually gets back to the house and Dell and Jacob are talking about the day's findings it's going to take 7 Just or 15 months. months to get the paperwork mm-hmm. Jacob's upset and <clears throat> so Jacob or Dell tells Jacob, "Hey, I've been on the internet." And I found this guy who seems to be an Eloise <laughs> enthusiast mm-hmm. and su- suggests that they talk to him to see if they that he knows how to get into Eloise or mm-hmm. if he can provide any information that would help him so Of course, Jacob has no other option, and so they contact this man, his name is Scott, and they meet up at what ends up being his house, mm-hmm. so that once they um enter the house. You remember this scene? Oh, yeah. It's super creepy. Yeah. It has, like, jars full of odd stuff. There's no real lights on except for, like, backlighting. Once again. (laughs) And there's torture devices.
0: Yeah, old medical equipment, creepy medical equipment.
1: And then a person comes out of, like, this scary place and it looks freaky. But then it turns out it's just Scott.
0: It's just Scott. (laughs) It's no big deal. No big deal.
1: And Scott is very friendly. But he has a weird hobby of collecting Eloise furniture, utensils, maps, etc. He's
0: also, I believe correctly, like possibly developmentally He's special. disabled. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yep, you got it. So, Scott brings them to a room which actually ends up being his bedroom, mm-hmm. and the guys are like looking around at all the cool stuff because it is pretty cool <laughs> that he has in his bedroom. <laughs> And up on the wall, they spot a, map, spot a map, and it appears to show, like, tunnels and entrances mm-hmm. into Eloise, so they mm-hmm. see that right away, and they're like, hey, yeah. let's, let's... How did we get in there? Let's, 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 let's ask him if he can bring us. No. Meanwhile, Scott is freaking out. He's super excited to mm-hmm. be talking to people about Eloise, mm-hmm. sharing his in, um information that he knows about it, mm-hmm. and he obviously loves that they're asking him questions.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so we, we also, see...
0: Very creepily, wants to keep touching Del. Oh, yeah, he does. does. <laughs> oh. He's just like, I must touch you. And Del's like, absolutely not.
1: Get away from me. Thank you, but no. Yeah. <laughs> so as you were saying, he's a little bit eccentric. He's special. Yes. He's, he's a fun guy. Yes. So the guys are chatting, and they want to bring Scott with them tonight to Eloise, mm-hmm. And they're try- trying to get him to do this, uh, getting Scott to do this. Mm-hmm. And Scott says, I can't go. My sister's about to be home. And they're like, well, what does that have to do with anything?
0: (laughs) My sister's coming home. I cannot go.
1: And he's like sort of panicking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, we find out that the sister is the bartender.
0: What a coincidence. What?
1: (laughs) And Scott and her are brother and sister. And uh, her name is Pia. And she takes care of Scott um, as their parents are no longer alive. Yes. And at first I thought this was hilarious. Pia's like, "No. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. This isn't happening." No. And then like 2 seconds later she's like, "Okay. Yeah. But then um I'm going to come with cuz yeah. somebody needs to babysit. Somebody him. needs to
0: watch <laughs> Scott. So I will go with you."
1: It's like that's so hilarious. So I thought it was a funny very quick thing. Mm-hmm. Uh at uh, some point, we learned that at Eloise, doctors use confrontational therapy. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, and I found out um on alorecovery.com, which is currently an addiction recovery center, that, quote, Dr. Harry Tybolt developed confrontation therapy, a treatment based on the theory that if you break down an addict's defense, <clears throat> it will deflate their narcissistic ego and result in surrender. So once they hit rock bottom, the counselor would then have the opportunity to build them up back up. Ah. So they made a bunch of assumptions based on um, that theory. Mm-hmm. And the one that was most interesting to me is that verbal conf- confrontation is the most effective way to treat addiction. Unquote, okay. And I was like, oh my God. I would feel very unsafe if people well, yeah. were yelling at me.: you
0: say, like that sounds like the opposite of how you should do it, but yeah. okay.: Yeah,
1: it was very strange, but apparently it was a tactic they used back in real time, mm-hmm. but also at Eloise. Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense
0: it mm-hmm. was used back then.
1: Okay.: Yeah, so now we're back with the group of four going to Eloise mm-hmm. to find this paperwork, and we see the group enter through the cemetery, and we see them walk all over the graves. And what's that? It's disrespect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know what my next part is. Kind of a fun fact yeah. when I went to Salem back in like 2010 I'm with my dead. family, yeah, we went there for on Halloween. Oh um, we went to this like very old cemetery, like, you know, 1600, 1700 graves. Yeah. And people were just like walking around, they were like laying across some of the tombs. And the entire time, I'm just like, these people are bonkers. <laughs> They're going to get haunted by these people. they murdered. Yeah. And it's their fault. Yeah. I'm like, what are they doing? Idiots. I remember my cousin was just kind of like, you need to calm down. And I'm just like, they need to stop. <laughs>
1: I love it. You're just like, no wasn't an old cemetery it's disrespectful yeah. i mean you might do it on accident but you really yeah. try to avoid it oh yeah was it a nice clear day or yeah a decent it was Out.
0: Know, i mean it was packed people were like everywhere and they're just like i'm gonna take a picture of be like laying across this tombstone and i'm like good job watch out when the demon comes and gets you <laughs> your fault yeah don't want to hear about it yeah <laughs> right <laughs> warned you by yelling across the cemetery <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so yeah, it's super
0: disrespectful. Mm-hmm.
1: And then, of course, we see it starts raining. Wild. Add in the creepy factor. Like I love it, I love it, I love it. Everywhere. Yeah. So the group enters Eloise through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. And after a lot of, like, winding around and crawling over stuff and stairway, stairwells full of mm-hmm. birds and bird droppings, mm-hmm. we finally locate the annex, mm-hmm. which holds the paperwork. But what did we find before the
0: annex? I don't know. There was that room full of the urns of ashes. Oh, people's yeah. People's ashes. Yeah, yeah. Which Scott was like, I want to touch it. And they're like, <laughs> no, Scott. And he's like, why not? And it's just like, "Cause Scott, people's ashes. Ash. That's and that's it. And then what does he do? He drops one of he the cans of one. ashes. And takes one. And takes one. Mm-hmm. Naughty one. Yeah. So this is at like, some point I was like, "Oh, maybe this will be a part of it. But mm-hmm. is it? I don't
1: know. <laughs> That's a good ending mm-hmm. question. Like, I don't think some stuff was wrapped up yeah. in this movie, and yeah. that would be one of them. Mm-hmm. All right, so we find the annex, mm-hmm. and it's locked, of course, and it's locked by like a chain. Mm-hmm. So they're easily able to like break into it. I thought they just like pulled it out. It was easy. Whatever. Like they, they were had. just
0: like, and we'll just get this out of the doorway. Oh, I- <laughs> they're like,
1: oh, well, how we're in, now. in. <laughs> So they get into the room, and there's um some kind of leakage, like a hole in the mm-hmm. ceiling. It's raining. Mm-hmm. And there's also birds in here. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And at first, they all are exploring the room. I give thumbs up to this. We're all together. Yes. They're looking in the filing cabinets for paperwork. But then all of a sudden, everybody just disperses.
0: They scooby-doo. <laughs> they're out. They're just like, we'll separate. This is a perfect plan. Let's perfect go over there. You plan. go over there in this dark place. Don't Let's even, go.
1: They don't even buddy up. No,
0: they're, they're not. Just, they're like, off. Awesome. We're like...
1: Let's go. <laughs> let's go. So they they leave Jacob in there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. So we see a little bit of foreshadowing here, where um, Pia is walking around on her own. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is we see patients and doctors who mm-hmm. are still part of the other world. She can navigate through these yeah. doctors, patients thing. Yeah. But um, they don't see her at this point. Yeah,
0: you see it kind of like in the like uh. Screen up above, like, a, a security camera. Oh, is that where, where it yeah, was? Yeah, he okay. can see it. Yeah.
1: Okay. It was very neat. Mm-hmm. And then we see, uh, or we see Pia C herself as a, a little girl. I don't know if she realizes again no. it's her. Um, but she sees a little girl holding a box, just like the one Jacob found at his dad's house. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it switches over to Scott. And he had turned his
0: cell phone into a heat detector. Which... Is this a thing? I don't know. It was a flip phone. How does that happen? was a a flip flip phone. It was a flip phone besides my parents at that point in 2017. Okay. How
1: wonderful would it be, though, if that was a thing? Yeah. But also very creepy because it picked Mm -hmm. up entities and stuff, and he was in a lab. Mm -hmm. And at some point here, um, Scott is carted off by orderlies. Yeah. And at this point, it's sort of crossing over from... Um the T V screen showing yeah. like scenes to, to like, like actually happening. Like,
0: yeah, it goes in front of you.
1: But we don't yet I don't know if we know it's for sure happening yet. Yeah. So finally Jacob and Pia, they find the aunt's paperwork, but of course it can't be that simple and that's when the movie ends. No no. No no. Dell is also off exploring mm-hmm. and he sees this room that has like medicine in a cabinet. Mm-hmm. And to obviously you just break the window with your hand. She's
0: like, Great, medicine. And I'm gonna have it. some of that. Yeah, which I that's when I texted you and I was just like, I'm like, that medicine's too old. It's not going (laughs) to (laughs) work.
1: Yeah, well, we see that it was not a good decision to enter this room by breaking it. Correct. Because it has old medicine. For some reason, he's drawn to old medicine. He's like, he's like,
0: those are probably old drugs, painkillers that I can steal. Yay. (laughs) So have you ever seen The Wolf of Wall Street? I know the scene that you're
1: probably thinking of <laughs> okay it's one of my favorite movies I watch it all the time yeah um, but in the movie Jordan and Donnie take some acid I think mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and they totally trip out it's mm-hmm. the funniest scene ever mm-hmm. because once it like kicks
0: Leonard in like Leonardo DiCaprio's like crawling,
1: crawling. <laughs> but he thinks he's not yeah. it's hilarious so when Dell pulls this old medicine out, um, he puts it on his hand.
0: Yeah, because he, he busted it through. He had cuts on his hand. Well, he had to break through a window in order to get in. Yeah. And so he busts his hand, and then he grabs the bottle. Yes. And
1: he's like, let me put this on my hand. Yeah. And based solely on Wolf of Wall Street, I built, I do believe the effects of the medicine.
0: Mm-hmm. Just because of that's my reference point. Well, it's LSD. What? Well, that he pours on his hand. You did? Yeah, oh. it was LSD. Okay, I didn't see that part. Okay, <laughs> like I saw it, I was like, "This is ridiculous."
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dell all of a sudden gets param- paranoid. Yeah. The medicine's kicking in. Yep. And as we were talking about in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan and Donnie, they have really slow movements yeah. <laughs> and their motor functions really off. But Dell gets paranoid, and he has a gun. Yeah. The best combo. The best combination. When you're paranoid.
0: He's,
1: like, yes. <laughs> and in Eloise. An <laughs> in <his> insane <laughs> asylum. He put
0: LSC on his hand there, he should have a gun. That's <laughs> what <Yeah. laughs> the writers were thinking. Yeah, they're like, I hmm, that in. Yeah.
1: So now we see Scott, and he's strapped down. He was taken yep. previously by the orderlies, but now mm-hmm. he's strapped down on a cart or whatever. Yeah. And we see a doctor who we learn is H H. Grease, G-R-I-E-S-E. Right name. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. but, And anyways, the doctor's talking about performing a transorbital lobotomy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I want to know what this is. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, and Walter Jackson, Jackson Freeman II improved the lobotomy. <laughs> what he did um, was to have a quote, instrument of choice penetrate through the bone, mm-hmm. which is, was initially an ice pick, yep. and later a specially designed leucotome, mm-hmm. which he manipulated by hand to destroy the neural nonal tracks in the brain yep. that were thought to give rise to mental illness. Yep. In January 1946, he performed his first transorbital lobotomy procedure mm-hmm. by operating on a depressed and violent 29-year-old woman, and the procedure was deemed to be a success, mm-hmm. and she was able to rele- return to a relatively normal life. Unquote. That is from. That is. Britannica.
0: Yes. Okay. Wow. I learned so I took. I think I probably talked about this before, but I took that like history mental illness class in mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. And basically, if you don't know what a lobotomy is, they take what, yeah, originally it was an ice pick, and they go through your eyeball, like above your eyeball, and then they go up, and then they basically just kind of chop up the front of your brain. Wow. And then, return to normal, it basically puts you in this catatonic state. Oh, great. So, did it work? Yeah. You probably don't have depression anymore, but you also pretty much don't think anymore. <laughs> you
1: don't have thoughts.
0: Oh, no, sad.
1: I mean, it was already terrible and then yeah, really. T- yeah. All right. So we see Scott and he, the doctor's suggesting this lobotomy and not only did HH, am going to call him, mm-hmm. perform this procedure on Scott, but he does it without anesthesia. Yeah. So that's already terrible. Yeah. All the while, we see Del running around crazy. He's mm-hmm. fighting shadows, shooting mm-hmm. his gun off wildly. It was like a
0: <laughs> weird scene where he like, comes across a giant cross. I didn't get it. There. Yeah. I'm like, who? what is Why this? Why is there this giant glowing cross? It looks like it came from like a Lady Gaga concert. Yeah. And there's
1: creepy people. And yeah, and they're like, wow. Ah! And that, that was strange. Yeah. I did not understand that yeah. at all. Um, but anyways, he's shooting his gun off, and he mm-hmm. punctures um a pipe. Yep. And I believe this is where he enters like a room and this. It starts filling up with water. water. Yep. And eventually all these like dead bodies are floating around. down. That was
0: really gross. It was, was creepy. creepy. I that would was not
1: watch. was very hot. creepy.
0: Yeah. And then we see him
1: um, pulled down under the yeah, water. The water
0: is like getting up to like his like neck and he's trying to keep his head up. And all of a sudden you see an arm, which is for a point where I was just like, of course. Of course. The arm pulls him underneath the water.
1: Yes. All right, so we're getting close to done here. So now Jacob and Pia Mm -hmm. are like walking around Eloise Mm -hmm. and they enter like a big room and they hear music and a man singing and then all of a sudden it's transformed into old time Eloise Mm -hmm. where it's like lots of patients are in there Mm -hmm. and they're just sort of watching what's happening because it's probably be nuts. Yeah. Just all of a sudden there's people in here. Yep. And I see a man that did sign language to them. Do you remember? Yeah, yep. I I think what he says is, I know your father. Oh. I, I don't know how this ties into anything, but I thought it just... Well, it does kind of tie it towards um, the end. Yeah, yeah. So
0: we'll get there. Bring that up.
1: Yeah. Okay, so he says, I believe, I know your father. All right, and then they're all of a sudden transformed back into now, mm-hmm. and they start chasing a man that they think is Scott. Yep. But instead, it's the homeless man that Jacob had yeah. run into mm-hmm. at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. And this man brings him directly to Scott, mm-hmm. who is dead, yeah, dead on the table.
0: Yep. And oh, you, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. No. Well, I was gonna say, like, you see through his like heat detector thing that he's like giving himself the lobotomy oh is
1: that okay good thank you for bringing that up because I was just gonna say at first I was not sure Mm
0: -hmm. who gave
1: him the lobotomy but it could have been himself
0: it looks like he's giving it to himself but probably is like possessed by like the spirits around him because the doctor is like we're gonna do this Yep. okay All right. And I don't think you touched on this, but like when Scott is walking into like a, it's like a dark room Mm -hmm. and there's all these pictures everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then he sees like a picture of himself as like a child getting some sort of treatment while he's there. All right. So that might be part of why he's a special boy. That makes sense.
1: Thank you. Because I I took notes, but I was like scrawling to get it. It's it's wild. Very fast-paced. Yes. All right. So then we see a scene where orderlies are chasing Jacob and eventually they do catch him. Mm And HH is putting on what I assume is a medical presentation mm-hmm. with live subjects, mm-hmm. in a huge auditorium where like the seating goes up so everybody mm-hmm. can see what's happening yep. on the stage or whatever. And um, we see the live subjects are actually Jacob and Pia. Mm-hmm. So we know from um that paperwork that the the lady was helping him fill out quote yeah. unquote um that he Jacob is claustrophobic mm-hmm. and to help Jacob. Of this ailment, HH puts Jacob in the morgue.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and
1: in that, in he puts him in the drawers of the morgue. Yeah, and so he's already t- he's like terrified and yeah. claustrophobic. I anyways, I don't
0: think this guy quite understood what confrontational therapy was supposed no. to be about because it was basically like I'm going to have them all face their fears and they can't move. <laughs> they
1: can't do anything. So Pia, <clears throat> excuse me, we find out is scared of needle needles. Mm-hmm. And to help her with her agnophobia, hopefully I'm saying that right, Mm -hmm. nurses produce this massive needle. (laughs) And they they poke her over and over with it, like different ones, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she's fighting, and I believe she got away pretty easily. Yeah, she was just like, bye. Sort of wild, it was pretty quick. But she did get stabbed several times with the needles. So she runs, Pia runs, and eventually she finds Jacob. She must have figured, oh, he must have said H. H. yeah well is she what
0: like doesn't she like
1: put on yep okay yep she puts on a nurse's outfit and once she finds Jacob she then pushes him around on a wheelchair mm-hmm. and they just sort of act
0: cool yeah they're like we Don't are draw we attention. Are here <laughs> like, greetings fellow people
1: <laughs> yes so um at this point they're still stuck in like that flashback where they're living real life but with the old people that mm-hmm. are uh, I'm assuming dead Mm-hmm. So we see a woman um, in a room and we learn that it's Jacob's aunt mm-hmm. and she's giving birth. And interestingly, the day this is happening is Jacob's birthday,
0: Wild. which
1: is the day this woman is giving birth. Yes. So we're getting those little tied up here. Um,
0: and who is the nurse?
1: Yes, that's coming up. Okay, and we see um, H H leave the room where his aunt is giving birth, mm-hmm. and as he leaves, security says to him, "Congrats, Doc," mm-hmm. which could mean, if you're thinking, it could mean, was it a good delivery? Good job, or whatever, or mm-hmm. this, well, congrats to your dad. Yeah. So, um, we actually figure out at this point that um, HH is the father of Jacob's aunt's baby, Mm -hmm. who we figure out right after this is Jacob! It's Jacob! It's actually his mother.
0: It's his mommy. His mom.
1: So, um, let's see here. So, Jacob's like in her room. He's sort of being creepy because he's under the bed. He's also like really
0: close looking at her. It's a mommy. He hides underneath the bed.
1: Um, At some point, we see that um, the bed is all bloody, Mm -hmm. and we figure out the delivery did not go great. I'm sure the doctor did not take care either. No. He was not being nice. (laughs) So the aunt is dead or whatever. Or the mom, I guess. And the nurse there takes Jacob as a baby and Mm -hmm. puts him in a box Mm -hmm. after puncturing some holes in it. Mm -hmm. And it's the same box we saw earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. And we learned that the nurse is Pia's mom Mm -hmm. and she wraps up the box really pretty and puts baby Jacob in there and (coughs) she gives Pia, little Pia, uh, very strict instructions. Mm -hmm. Do not stop for anybody and there's going to be a man outside waiting to take care of this baby. So she's like, okay, and she's carrying this box, like, super cute. It's like, five, <laughs> it's cute. We see a H.H. slapping that same nurse, saying, where's my son? Where and yeah. then sends security out to get him yeah. or find him. Jacob and Pia um run and set a fire, which, <laughs> according to the movie anyway, there yeah. was also a fire that day yeah. that happened. Yeah. So they, they're like, oh, wow, let's set a fire. <laughs> so it's everybody in... Um, is exiting the building. Mm-hmm. We see Jacob's dad, um, which he knew his whole life, the one he grew up with, yep. and he picks up Jacob. And now we're back in real time, and mm-hmm. we see that uh, fire is also broken out real time. Mm-hmm. And Pia's going crazy, and yeah. she's like freaking out. She's like, "Oh my gosh, all this stuff happened," and she says the actual things that happened. Yeah. But we also right. know at this point, too, her father—or not her father—her brother has died. Mm-hmm. So she's like frantic. And. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to say it. Do you say how all of a sudden Jacob is like pulled back into the... Oh, no, I don't say that. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So as they're going out, it's like all these people are rushing out. There's real like firefighters there, mm-hmm. like in present time. But Jacob is being pulled back into oh, yeah. the asylum by an orderly in the past. Nice. So he's being pulled back into the okay. place. Thank you mm-hmm. for that. Pia,
1: Pia, Pia, Pia is then in a hospital. <laughs> like we're next scene, she's yep. in the hospital, and she's given some photos by a doctor.
0: It's a or uh, orderly. It was a police officer. A police officer. Did <laughs> that start? That was actually the beginning. Oh, Did you see that part? I must the not. The beginning, have. the way mm-hmm. beginning. Okay. She's like in the hospital. And then this, like, police officer comes, and he's just like, Pia, like, we were able to find your brother and Del. Or oh. no, were they able to find Del? I can't remember. I don't think they could find Del. Okay. And then they're like, we don't know what happened to Jacob. Okay. So. All right.
1: Okay. So the, da- or I guess police officer asks, what happened to Jacob Martin? Mm-hmm. Or something. Mm-hmm. That's what my note said. Yep. Um, Which sort of felt like the the policeman was like us. Yeah. The viewers saying, yeah. what happened? What happened? Where's Jacob? Where is he? So Pia looks at the photos and we see that it's the photos that Jacob had drawn. Mm-hmm. And as we know from earlier, he does have a talent for drawing. Mm-hmm. So we do see Jacob in an enclosure mm-hmm. and HH is there with him, enters the room and says, Welcome home, son. Yeah. And we see him, the doctor, completing paperwork, and it says that Jacob was born alive, but he is dead. He is now dead. (laughs) And so we end by seeing, again, the photo of Eloise and her dog. Mm -hmm.
0: It's like in past time. Past time.
1: We don't know what happened to Jacob. No. Did he even exist if he died back then?
0: I don't know. This is why, at that point, I was like, what? In the world is this movie. <laughs> it's crazy. Who wrote this? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, what I did see on IMBD is that it was actually actually shot at Eloise in oh, Salem. Oh that. Okay. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, but like we talked about throughout this, yeah. is that there were really confusing things. Yeah. They weren't necessarily wrapped up, there was there were pieces. extraneous details we didn't need to know or no. see. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed it. It was fast-paced. It was crazy. I liked it. I'd say a four out of five. I'd say a watch at least once.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just watch it. Get your own opinion.
1: <laughs> Which Anna wants you to say is her opinion.
0: <laughs> no, I really did like
1: it, though. One viewing okay. at least. I wouldn't go back and watch it. No. <laughs> no. I think it was goofy, silly,
0: It was. weird. It was definitely... A B-horror classic. Okay. So there we'll you take go. That. So there you go. That's... That's it? There oh, you go. What? the story of Eloise. That's the <laughs> story
1: of <laughs> Eloise 2017 movie. movie. Very good. Hope you liked it. Very long episode today. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back sometime in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. If you have any um, questions... Or want to suggest a case, Mm -hmm. you can email northernfrights19
0: at gmail.com. Try to like and subscribe if you haven't already. We hope you do. We hope you do. Because we love you. We love you. And
1: welcome to all our listeners around the world.
0: Thanks for listening to us. We hope that you're still listening, that you haven't gotten to a point where you're like, these people are terrible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do just do it for fun for us. So Yeah. We just like that. If you do like it, that's Great. Great. We're happy. Yeah, cool. Join the club. Join the
0: club. More than buds. <laughs> yes. All right,
1: All right. That's it. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.